Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome back to the Mall of America, starring Holly Roberts and Bradley Trainer as teenagers and young adults. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour of the Colleen to Bradley show. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And we are talking the Mall of America in honor of their 30th year on this planet. Wow. 30 years. We're old. Yes. Um, Holly, both you and I worked at the Mall of America as former employees of uh, that that uh, storied institution mm-hmm. that it is now. It wasn't at the time. It was brand new, actually, when I started working there. Uh, we have memories, and we realize we're not the only Minnesotans to have memories about the Mall of America. If you do, feel free to join the conversation at 651-641-1071. I saw a story about the mall celebrating its 30th anniversary, and I thought wistfully back to those days. In fact, we talked about as much on the show earlier this week with with our good friend Rocco from various things on the station. And uh, we regaled him with tales of our life at the mall. So while we're waiting for callers to call in and share their favorite, like just, you know, like anything. Like, yeah. what, like Camp Snoopy. Oh, yes. Like grabbing a, a Toll House cookie. Getting some Dippin' Dots. Oh, yeah. A corn or dog. Corn. Oh, yeah. Cor- well, and cheese curds, because remember, they had a, a thing at the food court. It's not still there, right? The no, state it, fair that thing at the food court. Long gone. That was like, that was, that was revolutionary because back in the day, you didn't buy deep fried cheese curds anywhere. Oh, no. You only got those at the state fair. A special treat. Or you could go to the state fair concession stand restaurant thing, fast food joint at the food court yeah. in the Mall of America. It, it was, was a real treat. Yeah, it was on the south side on the third floor. Yeah, it was across from, oh gosh, I'm trying it to It was across from one time location of Pastamania. Pastamania. You know what Pastamania became? It became like a, a diner, like a 50s diner for a hot minute. And that was the big buzz, I feel like, because th- that was like before diners were a thing again. It, it's just, it, it has been a constant place of joy and change. Well, there's a Johnny Rockets in the Mall of America. That's around the corner. Yeah, that's this around was the like corner. A, this was almost like a weird peach pit experience. Um, while Holly's getting the phone, I'll just let you know again that we're talking about the Mall of America and sharing our uh, many tales. I worked there as a youth, uh, in, a college student in the summer. My second summer, my first summer uh, in college, I went back to Houston to live with my parents. And then we both decided that was a horrible idea. And so uh, the following summer... I spent as a sophomore uh, working at the the Macy's in the Mall of America. And boy, do I have some stories to tell. And I know you do, too. But let's go to the phones and let Julia tell us about her Mall of America memory. Hi, Julia. 
Hello. What do you remember? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I remember when it first opened when I was eight, which was exciting. But my uh, favorite memories are when I used to draw portraits there at one of the kiosks. Oh, yeah. Yes. Those ki- uh, I did that off and on for almost 10 years. Wait, you actually did it? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. You had to just <laughs> meet like the most interesting people. Oh, yeah. Yep. Now, <laughs> there was Ju- a lot of good people watching. <laughs> Julia, did you do caricatures or were you one of those realistic portrait artists that was on the second floor on the east side by the I escalators? Was one of them, the oh, realistic yeah. ones. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that's so, you just forget all of the things that have been in that mall. <laughs> do you still think of that time when you go to the mall? I mean, if, oh, yeah. assuming yep, you still and go. The, the kiosk is still there. So once in a while, I'll still lo- walk by and see who's there drawing and working. And oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> Julia, thank you so much for calling and sharing that memory of the Mall of America. Um, my So I worked as a men's basics associate for Macy's at a time when they were in bankruptcy. So that was real fun. Um, and I was a commissioned employee in a store that was bankrupt. And uh, there was not, uh, there was, you, you had to sell a lot of underwear every day in order to not be in the hole. Uh, you know, we had like a, we had to make a certain amount before we got commissioned. And if you didn't make that amount, you know, for the following, like you could just get in a hole. And then if you got in a hole, it was hard to get out of the hole. So I never really made any money there because also let's be clear, you're just never going to make a lot of money selling underwear. But um, I just had fun. And for me, it was a summer job and it was a place where I could take a lot of smoke breaks. And then, (laughs) you know, we could try on clothes and um, I don't know, people watch. Yeah. And have fun. Yeah. We would go upstairs to the Tony Romas. Um, my friend and I and into the bar and smoke ciggies like on our breaks and talk to the bartender. Um, do you want to go back to the phones? <laughs> yeah. We've got Cindy who's been patiently waiting to share her Mall of America memories. What's your memory, Cindy? Well, I have my 30th anniversary coming up in September and we did my bachelorette party out there and went on all the rides. Oh, cool. So that would have been Camp Snoopy still probably when you were there. Yeah. So just to do something different from the ordinary bachelorette party. So, no, just lots of fun memories. And then, you know, with the kids uh, going out there and, yeah, all the restaurants that aren't there anymore, all the bars that aren't there anymore. I know, know. but there's still a lot of fun stuff out there. So it's like There is. There's a lot of fun stuff out there. I just have some very, very fun memories over the years. Oh, for sure, 100%. Thank you so much for calling and sharing those memories, Cindy. I, it makes me think of all the restaurants that aren't there anymore. Like, I don't think Tony Roma's is still there. No, Tony Roma's. Is Bubba I, Gump even there? Bubba Gump is still there. Wow. I worked at Bubba Gump Shrimp You Company. were a Bubba Gumper? I was a Bubba Gumper for one summer. What was the best thing about that job? That I left. <laughs> <laughs> what was the worst uh, thing about that job? I, you know what? It got real busy. It got real messy. I actually waited tables at another place in the Mall of America, uh, the California Cafe. What was the California Cafe? Was that that place near Johnny Rockets? That was the place near Johnny Rockets where we had the outside terrace where yes. you could dine al fresco. Yeah, that was fancy. Yeah. To like, the- I'm on a business lunch over at this California Cafe. Exactly. You could uh, have your business lunch being serenaded by Screaming children from Camp Snoopy. Wow! <laughs> yeah, but it was one of the fancy restaurants at the mall. That's now a Crave, or it was a Crave, wasn't it? Yeah, it's where Crave is right now. So okay. it's on that corner. But yep. yes, it was very fancy. Ask me about wine, Bradley.
uh, I don't want to. Okay, let's go to the phone. Let's go back. to. We have another Cindy on the phone who's been patiently waiting. Cindy, what's your Mall of America memory? Hi, Cindy. Oh, hi. Okay, I'm just going to say this. It was the time I went there, and I was totally lost. I forgot where I parked. Oh. No idea where I had parked. I cannot begin to tell you how long I was there. All the people involved in trying to help me find where I parked. And that's the end of my story. No, I appreciate it, Cindy, because, you know, thanks to technology, hopefully we don't have that much of a problem anymore. But I imagine, especially back in the days with no cell phones or, you know, no GPS, you were kind of out of luck. You bet. Thank you, Cindy. Thanks, Cindy. Yeah. Oh, man, the Mall of America. Love it. You had to remember the state. Yeah, you I'm do. in Texas. I'm in Texas. I'm, I'm parking in Indiana. It's yeah. yellow, and they still have those state parking lot indicators. So that hasn't changed in the 30 years of the Mall of America. Do you still, like, because I always go to the same place to park. Yes. Do you have your favorite parking area? Yes, I like to park in Indiana, level three, oh. like right in the middle. I don't like to go through the department stores. I like to park right oh, in God, the middle. You're really specific. Yeah, I, I love the mall of america bradley i uh i have not been in a while but i used to love to always park on the nordstrom side uh and then walk through nordstrom Mm -hmm. uh for whatever reason my car just would find its way going that direction Yeah, you just have your patterns you know what my favorite store was back in the day at the mall america and then i want to hear about yours Mm -hmm. suncoast (gasps) yes suncoast i think it was just called suncoast video suncoast motion pictures i don't know suncoast that's where you used to go but i could buy my doctor who VHS tapes. Yeah, you could get imported anime at Suncoast. It was yes. down on the first floor on the east side. By the, um, that like, uh, like the Hickory Farms of Chocolate. What's it called? Well, like now the, it's the Rocky Mountain Chocolate that's, yeah, Company. That's what the, I'm saying. It's it's like a chain chocolate place. Yeah, with yeah. the giant teddy bear. And those giant uh, candy apples. Yes. Yum. Yum! Oh my God, we could do this all day. Let's do it again someday. Yeah, let's remember the, the Mall of America, America is going to still be there for a very long time. And yes. I feel like I want to go shopping now. So when we come back, speaking of shopping, Holly's got some advice for things you want to buy if you want a new tummy. No, I'm kidding. She has a tale of two tummies. Apparently, one celebrity uh, wants to help you get rid of your tummy. And the other celebrities like, celebrate your tummy. We'll find out who's who when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. It's a tale of two tummies. Brought to you by two of your favorite celebrities. Or maybe not. I don't know who your favorite celebrities are. But I do know that your favorite uh, program hosts at this moment are myself, Bradley Trainer, and Holly Roberts. Colleen will be back with us on Monday. And the three of us finally... Oh, no, we will all be back together. We will finally! Yeah! But tell us about the tale of two tummies, Halls. Oh, Bradley, it's the tale of two tummies. It was the best of times. It, it was the worst of times. It was the blurst of times. Blurst. Oh, well, I've got two celebrity stories, Bradley. Okay. Paired together only for the reason that they are giving us opposite messaging about tummies. Oh, okay. So you're talking about like, this is like a body image thing? This is a body image okay. thing. Yeah, right. This is totally about? celebrity body image thing. Now... In one corner, we have Selena Gomez, who is currently enjoying herself. She's on vacation somewhere in the Mediterranean, wearing a swimsuit, hanging out on a boat. And she decided to post a TikTok. She was wearing her swimsuit, and she said, real stomachs are coming the bleak back. Oh, good. 
I'm I'm a I'm a fan of a real stomach. Yes, a fan of a real stomach. I have a real stomach. Yes, we all have a real stomach. But you know, Selena Gomez, she was a, her swimsuit is adorable, and she's just hanging out on a boat like like one does. But you know that messaging, being like, hey, I have a body, and, <laughs> and I'm in a is. swimsuit, and it's fabulous, and it's fabulous, and here it is. I don't need it to be filtered. I don't need it to be tucked, tightened, squeezed, what have you. Real stomachs are on the bleep back. I do love that you have to sort of like, uh, like it's a thing to be like, here's my actual body. Like that's, you know, um, what's the word? That that's a political statement, which it certainly is. And it's a good one, right? To be like body positive. Yeah. But the fact that you have to like, you know, like, here's my body. Yeah. That she's on. That's revolutionary. Right. No, Sadly, so, such are the times that we live in. Yeah. yeah that but I'm here for it. And thank you, Selena. Thank you, Selena. Thank now, you. you know, Selena Gomez having to make that somewhat, you know, socio political body positive statement where you're just like, oh, you're hanging out on a boat. But the fact that you're saying it's Selena Gomez, one of the most powerful and influential celebrities on social media, that's a positive message. Yay. We're here for it. Well, the reason that Selena Gomez has to declare her stomach to be the bleep back is because of one Kim Kardashian. Wait, what, what's Kim Kardashian doing? Well, Kim Kardashian, you could categorize her as the blurst of times. because oh. of, <laughs> Over on, I told you this was a tale of two tummies. Kim Kardashian is over on her social media account showing her tummy getting lasered. Laser. She said... This is a game changer. I did Morpheus laser to tighten my stomach at a spa. And she tags the spa. I think this is my fave laser, but it's painful, lol, but worth it. Oh, God. Okay. Now, wait a minute. This is supposed to do what to your tummy? It's supposed to tighten your tummy. Oh, my God. It does look painful. There is an image of Kim Kardashian. It might still be up of her Instagram stories where she's getting a laser on her stomach area or her belly area, uh, and it's red because it's getting lasered. Interesting. And it's painful. Oof. But Kim Kardashian, we know Kim Kardashian suffers for her art, Bradley. Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, this is not like, and also sponsor, SponCon. I mean, yes. it's a thing. And, you know, what's interesting is like that's, I think as an audience, we can discern what's going on here. Yes, we can. When it comes to Kim Kardashian, but yes. then also Selena Gomez, yes. right? Like right. Um, Selena Gomez probably has had a procedure or two. I don't know, like oh, most celebrities oh, yeah. in Hollywood and most yeah. people these days. I yeah. mean, raise your hand if you haven't. I didn't think so. Uh, no hands raised here. But um, uh, yeah, I think that um, Kim is doing this for... Wait, 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 hold on. I got to put, oh, give power? me my power. power. <laughs> Money. Money. Yeah. So it's fascinating. And actually the other day, Bradley, when I was doing something, I had a thought mm-hmm. that thought was, well, what the heck has Kim Kardashian been doing these past couple of weeks? What has she been doing? Well, she's been getting her belly lasered and she's also has a van pulling up to her house down by the river. <laughs> well, down by hidden Hills, giving her body measurements. So she's doing spawn con for this van that will pull up to your house and measure your body. You know, your body fat. Why would I do that? 
on. Don't I don't need to know. Well, this van's going to pull up to your house, Bradley, for probably no, a nominal I, fee. I would imagine this is like giving you some sort of metrics for yes. like here's your body fat. Here's yes. Your, okay, like if that's a focus for you, I could see where that would be valuable. But yes, and I also love that it comes to your house. So you don't have to like, you know, like go somewhere and embarrassingly disrobe uh, in a strange environment. No, you just get your walk full- into a van and. <laughs> Take your clothes off. That's not weird. And get your full body scan. So, yeah. So, she's doing these rando spawn con experiences on her Instagram account. Excuse me. But it's just... God, like, she must make insane amounts of money doing that. Well, right. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know what the going rate is for Kim Kardashian. Oh, God, I bet it's a lot. Oh, my goodness. Millions. But she did post, look who pulled up. They measure your bone density and bone fat percentage and all the good stuff to make sure you are fit and healthy. That is, like... Imagine how much business a business can do just by getting a post with Kim Kardashian. Oh my gosh, yeah. And and who knew? First there's mobile groomers for your dog. Now there's body spec mobile uh, body percentage measurement. Yeah. The future is now. The well, future is now. Well, it's just like, oh, these... I do like yeah. the idea of we used uh, Caravan Vet here in the Twin Cities and they do a great job if you just need a vet on the move. They just come to you and it's like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So easy. I mean, we that's we don't go there regularly, but we have gone there for like uh, some emergency situations before. Yeah. Mobile Ferminators. They're great. Ferminator. You know, the Ferminator where you, you know, your dog. Oh, you know, fur, I'm like Ferminator. Yeah. Like to firm up your belly. Like, well, uh, that's what Kim Kardashian wants to sell us. But Selena Gomez is having none of it. Well, Selena Gomez, uh, whatever she's doing, I'm here for it because I'm her biggest fan uh, the last couple weeks with only murders in the building. Hey, when we come back, you know that here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're also big fans of dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. And we'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. We're wrapping up the third hour. It's still a half hour, though, so uh, sit right here as we tell you a tale of dumb people who do dumb things. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts today. Good afternoon. Thank you for being with us. And I can't wait to see your faces at the Cat Video Festival tonight. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. But let's get right to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people who do dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. And other places like what? Australia. Oh, rise up lights. Rise up lights. Uh, We are going to Australia, Bradley. Uh, We're... Unfortunately, a 26-year-old man is facing deportation from Australia. Oh, no. What did he do? Well, Bradley, it's what he did that the Australian authorities are, mm, they're wondering, maybe we don't want this guy in our country anymore. Now I need you um, okay. to guess why. What what could be so, so offensive, so egregious, and that so he egregious? Would be for, he murdered someone. No, he did. Thank goodness. Okay. No, no, no. He stole many millions of dollars. No, oh. uh, I'll give you a hint. So this guy, 
was working as a delivery driver. Mm. Mm-hmm. He and was delivering drugs. No, actually, not even that. Um, the heck? He finished his shift early and then decided to go to a local park where he parked his car. Okay. Uh, and he wasn't allowed to park his car there. Okay, so he, yeah. for, he got it for a parking ticket? Well, no, not even a parking ticket, Bradley. Oh. So... Somebody who was a council worker in Australia approached the car to, you know, be like, hey, you're not allowed to park here. Please move your car. Okay. But then the worker mm-hmm. saw what this guy was doing. Okay. Oh, was it this? Oh. Oh. He was polishing his silverware in the car? Well, he thought was alone but yeah he he's was, gonna get deported for uh for the thing well, with that's the thing what i'm saying is that really that bad now i mean i feel like the, it's the, bad but like i don't I know mean, that you need to leave the country for it's that natural it's natural <laughs> yeah, it's just not natural to do it in public yeah that's the problem so this person was charged with a count of prohibited behavior to which he pleaded guilty he was like yeah oops you yeah, caught, oops. You got me. Oh. Um, now, the Community Corrections Tasmania, because he was in Tasmania in Australia, had to undertake a risk assessment to determine the possibility of this person reoffending, and they believed he possessed a medium risk. Oh, God. Well, like he was medium likely to repolish his silverware yeah. in public? Like, oh, I don't know, maybe he will again. Yeah, now, oh, I, I don't know how That's one so rules that. Yeah. Now, this person's lawyer has challenged that finding, arguing that there's a very low risk of reoffending, and just being like, you know, hey... Got to alleviate some stress. Okay, but yeah, do it at home. Yeah, but do it at home. Yeah, so this case is pending, but I don't... Yeah, that seems a little intense to kick someone out of an entire country. Exactly. Not that I'm advocating for this behavior. Yeah, if you got to do it, (laughs) you know, find an appropriate spot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There, there are just times and places, but then sometimes people are into that thing. It's like the time, Bradley. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, the medium risk could be that he, like, thought that that was fun to do in public, and then that would present a problem, yeah. because then he's likely to do it again. Right, and there are people who think that it's fun to do uh, things in public. I don't yeah. know if you've come across public sex before, Bradley, but it's quite shocking. <sighs> no, I know you did in another country, right? It, yeah. I don't think I've ever, I'm trying to remember. No, that's not true. I did actually happen upon uh, some uh, bobbing for more than apples in the park as I was walking my dog. <laughs> Good but morning. thankfully it was shielded. Uh, there was just like a a, a, a lap blanket that mm-hmm. was moving vigorously. Oh. My goodness okay so a little thoughtful yeah also it was like the time i was driving through the mojave desert and i wanted to stop and stretch my legs and take in the view there was another vehicle pass uh parked in the uh scenic byway section and then there were folks bobbing and you were getting a scenic byway and i immediately Ooh. left because i was like this could go real bad real fast uh, bye no thanks no, no thank you interested in that okay so that's in australia <laughs> what to do no that's one of those things you're like oh oh okay back it up yeah where are we going we are going to wichita kansas oh fun home of uh pizza hut and like 
private jets. Private jets and Pizza Hut? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. In Wichita? Yeah. How do we know that? I don't know. Okay. It just came up in conversation last weekend. Great. Great. What kind of conversation was that? I don't have time. Uh, okay. I want to tell you about Dustin Burnett. He was arrested and charged with doing something uh, the other day after um, officials say he saw inmates break the window and get contraband, but didn't stop to tell anyone. Okay. Well, that's like not good, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it sounded like um, there was there was a bigger story here. It was actually not the whole story oh dear the oh 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 do we have to do with a crevice is something getting probed when i say the whole story so um it turns out the affidavit says that in an interview that was conducted post miranda you know after they read his uh, miranda kerr rights uh with the inmate who wanted to give the entire story about this broken window in his cell but would not agree to talk unless the sheriff's office moved him to a new jail for his safety uh, right uh-huh. the inmate uh, who broke the window that was used for the smuggling did so in a way that will change your life forever crazy stupid idiot style again so like breaking the window to get the contraband illegal but remember the guy saw the thing with the thing, but he didn't tell the whole story. Did he have a wrench up his keister <laughs> and use that to break it? No, but I like where you're going. Well, you said a hole, yes. so immediately I'm thinking the this, back door. I mean, yes, but but it, we're going to take a little walk down a, uh, a longish... A long hallway? <laughs> a long hallway. <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut now. Uh, but I will continue with the story. Um Yes. So the entire story involved the following. The inmate broke the window that was used for the smuggling to get the contraband into jail and did so by lighting something on fire. Oh, I told you. (laughs) No, but again, we're getting close. We're getting close. You're getting close. You winked and nudged at a hole in the story. I mean, a pee-pee hole? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to think of other holes. No. I'm just going to tell you because you're never going to, yeah, I'm never going to, please never say that word on the air again. Um, (laughs) But it's scientific. Hemorrhoid cream. Oh, ow. He lit hemorrhoid cream on fire. How does that happen? So who knew now, like, hey, MacGyver, are you listening? He lit hemorrhoid cream (laughs) on fire, which melted the plastic in the window, allowing him to create a hole. In the window. Did he create a Molotov cocktail with Preparation H? Basically, uh, at least it, it it cut a hole in the window. And literally, it brought me to this headline, which is the reason I wanted to share this story with you. Inmate used hemorrhoid cream to open hole in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Way to go. Oh, God. Editors at local newspaper. Um, but now, yeah. Anyway, um, I, who knew that you could use hemorrhoid cream to like break windows? You learn something new every day. Now I have this image of the Preparation H slowly coming out of the tube, like the firecracker thing. You know, the little things with the dog pooing and that you light on fire? Yeah, they're little snakes. Yeah. I think that's what they call them, not dog poo. Although that would be a... They come in the shape of a dog crouching down and you light it on fire (laughs) and it's like the snake. (laughs) Trust me, go to your local fireworks emporium. I think this is like you smear it on the window, you light it on fire, and then it like melts... And breaks the window. 
I, but he said the plastic in the window, so there must this must not have been a glass window. Okay. CSI ingenuity. I mean, they know how to do all sorts of stuff. Anyway, he was able to then get a sock full of contraband through the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to the Hudson Valley in New York, Bradley, for a last story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got to tell you about uh, Ralph Carpino the Third. Ralph Carpino the Third. Yeah, Ralph Carpino the Third. Ralph was hungry, Bradley, and you know, speaking of pizza, he decided to order a pizza for himself to be delivered to his house. Okay. Um, but uh, Ralph got a little upset. Because apparently Ralph was hungry, but he actually wasn't the one who ordered the pizza. Wait a minute. I'm so confused. Yeah. He ordered the pizza, but not the but pizza. He's saying, but he's saying that he didn't order the pizza. But he actually ordered the pizza. But he's claiming that a family member ordered the pizza and had it delivered to his house, which got him really upset. Oh, okay. He got so upset when the pizza arrived to his house because he said he didn't order it, but he totally ordered it. That he held a gun to the, the delivery guy's what? person. I don't get who gets so angry about a pizza that they didn't order. You, that's just a bonus, right? Then you just say, Thank "Yes, you. I will gladly take this pizza. Thank you very much." Carbohydrates manifesting themselves—it's like the secret. Carpino claimed <laughs> to have not have ordered the pizza, according to a family member, but that a family member had ordered it, but. He he got upset about this. So he was like, that's not my pizza. And then he held a gun to the guy's face. Oh my God, this is so confusing. Why the gun though? Just again, why wouldn't you go, oh, that's a surprise bonus. I'll take the pizza. I didn't order it. I'm not paying for it. Yeah, but but I manifested it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I do that all the time. It doesn't arrive. (laughs) Keep working, Bradley. (laughs) I know. That's a problem. Like I, I try to believe in ghosts. I try to believe in aliens. I'm, I am manifesting squat. (laughs) Your well, time except will come. for other things that I don't want to manifest. Well, that's great. Thankfully, no hemorrhoids like that guy in the last story. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. Get a rubber pant. Although I did have an issue once. It's a long story. <laughs> but I had a great doctor, so feeling much better. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Getting old is fun. Yay! Uh, okay, so from uh, the surprise pizza experience to... A surprise game. Well, it's actually not a surprise. It's going to be a surprise because we don't know the actual questions that are in today's game. And I think our good friend Rocco is joining us. So he told me this morning. Okay. We'll do that when we come back. We're going to play the throw back live right here on my talk 107.1.